congratulations. You found it. The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls. Turn Jonas. How many times can I enter this? You know that when me and Alyssa go home, we're going to totally listen to those. I'm going to make her pull up Morning Angel. Because that's a Angel total, of the Morning, you Angel mean? of the Morning. I'm registered. I thought you were oh, going to have her pull up. Per uh, person per day. Yes! <laughs> I've been to Paradise, but I've never been to me. Maybe we'll listen to that, too. I made it freeze. We'll come back to this. But I've never been to me. Do you guys remember that? No, they, I don't think they were born it was, it was yet like when that came out. It was like the biggest, weirdest one-hit wonder of the 80s. What was it called? I've never been to me. <clears throat> nope, I don't know that one. Never heard of it. But is it as weird as I'm Blue by Eiffel 65? The number one one-hit wonder of the 90s. Okay. Well, the no, probably the number one weirdest. No, there were so many in the eighties. Jesus, I don't think we could even. It's. The, I mean, YouTube had its it, its own channel for it did one hit wonders and the 80s. I love all yeah. Of those I mean, sometimes one Mexican hit wonders radio. are the best. I mean, so I have a I have a TikTok Pop problem, music. and there's like <gasps> they do do all these dances. And one of the ones I was like, oh my God, that looks really complicated. And then somebody like our age was like, it's the Macarena with like an extra step at the end. And all of a sudden, like all the 37 <laughs> things were like, we got this now. But it's like too a fast, it's like a faster Macarena. So it's like, mm-hmm. looks really complicated. Mm-hmm. But then someone was like, they captured it and they're like, guys, it's the Macarena. <laughs> with like a whoa at the end or whatever well, you know, this the, move is. Remember the Dougie? Oh, yeah. That's totally like how we danced at school dances when I was in high school. Yeah. That's what you did. Yeah. That's how you danced back then. That whole group dancing thing just makes my skin crawl. Why? It's fun when you go out there and do it. it. I just, I hate it so much. I don't even know how to explain how much I hate it. I'm just saying, after a couple of drinks, the macarena is the coolest dance ever. Let me tell you why. As is the Cupid Shuffle. Yes, mm, and yes. the cha-cha slide. Are, well, no. we were doing the line dances at the, do cri- that at the Christmas party. Yeah, they do that like, country thing. It, there's, it's like the ultimate inside joke, you guys. Why? How? Because if you don't know the steps, you feel like a fucking idiot. If you can't do the cha-cha slide, I cannot help you. You just <laughs> Which is you why can't I don't you. do these things. Listen, it tells I, you what to do. No, I'm the not The one interested. I hate the most is the wobble because it's literally three steps on repeat for eight and a half minutes it feels like i don't like the group dances i don't long. think that should be allowed the the wobble never ends like i have a friend that used to do it as like a warm-up song for zumba and i would be like i'm going to murder you in the middle of your class <laughs> like i cannot handle this is why i don't do zumba because Vani, i can't did do we group dancing do the wobble <laughs> i was really drunk and um, we could have i think we I did the wo- i think we did the wobble at the christmas I think party so. i'm I pretty think sure we, we did we did it for a while and then we went and sat down Alyssa's a much better date than i am Bonnie. That's, know, that's, she got up and that's abundantly clear. If you clear. get two drinks into me, I can be a fun person. <laughs> I'm like Pre Elaine. two drinks, I'm, I'm not like a Elaine fun Bennis person. At the I party. I am not a good dancer. Fun all the time. Oh, thanks. There is no good dancing that happens from this body. <laughs> you don't have to be good. You just have to have fun. Yeah, you just have to let loose and have fun. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. 
And no, it's not coronavirus. It's the fucking Bradford pears. God, those end. trees are the death but to they're allergies. They're so pretty. Yeah, they're so pretty. But they also, I can't breathe. So. down immediately. I need, I need like, I've we, taken all the Zyrtec today, and I still we want like, our city to smell like cat piss for two weeks. Right? I got mm-hmm. a two. I got a two pack of 144 sprays of Flonase, which is the most Flonase you can buy at a time. There you go. <laughs> I took they Zyrtec say, and Advil and I was like, like nine well, of why do all of it. buying so much Flonase? <laughs> meth. It's for a friend. Meth. Can you make meth? I know you can make meth out of a lot of other no, cold medicines, I don't think but I don't think Flonase is on the list. No. Sudafed, yes. They don't card you. Oh, then no. AKA, you can buy Flonase through the Walmart grocery app. You cannot buy Sudafed through the Walmart no. grocery app. Yeah, but when I bought cold medicine, they actually carded me at my car what? before they gave me the cold really? medicine. Really? When I, at Walmart pickup, yeah. And they said, I know this is, this is, you know, this is kind of weird, but I'm going to have to see your ID for the cold for medicine. Cold medicine. <laughs> if we'll do wow. it for cold medicine, I want them to do it for wine. They don't hey, card they, you for wine? They no. Card, they carded the lady next to me for wine the other day. They, they wouldn't let me buy me wine the last I time I tried. I know I don't look 21. I haven't been 20. I'm like 21 times two. I mean, I don't look 21 either. You look more 21 than I do. <laughs> I, I mean, when we're standing next to each other, but like, it's okay. Don't look because I've been told I look like I'm 40 since I was like in my 20s. Aww, what? Like, we had mystery shoppers at like at Kroger where I used to work, and I was the only one that that description of the person could have been. And they were like, 42. And I was like, I'm 22. Poor <laughs> Megan. But I was probably like a business suit, and like, I had that like Bob at the time. So, it, but like reading the description, I was like, that can literally only be me. Like there's no other person in this building that could be. And I, they said I was like in my 40s. And then I was like, I think that I'm offended. <laughs> Do you need a makeover, Megan? I felt like I did. I think Do I we immediately. Need to tart you up a little bit. <laughs> hmm. I have Probably. all the stuff for tarting people up. Vani knows. Oh yeah. boy, is that Uh-oh. my house is full of girly we, shit. <laughs> we got together before our. Um, She's teaching me how to be a girl very slowly. Before before our uh, live event that was in October, we all went to Alyssa's house and did our hair and makeup together. Because Alyssa's the one with all the stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Speaking of live events, guys, we have another upcoming live event that we need to talk about because we are time traveling this week. We are uh, actually a week ahead on our podcasts. So it's actually March 7th today. But we're pretending it's March 14th because this will actually run next week. So we anyway, lost it a while. We're time traveling. But the only reason that <laughs> that, that would matter day. at this point <laughs> is because yesterday or was it this morning that the very first case yesterday. of coronavirus was it last night? It was late last night. It was night. late last night. The very first case of coronavirus was reported in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So this is the beginning of it for us. Some of you have already been through this. And I did a roll call on our book tribe to talk about it, yes. to see, you know, how everybody's doing and what things are like in your city. Yeah. The only thing that I keep saying that everybody keeps saying is, oh, make sure and wash your hands. Make sure and wash your hands. Dude, I wash my hands all the time anyways, with or without an extra virus running around. I've definitely been more diligent in my hand washing. I, I realized probably how often I didn't wash Do you wash your hands for them. 20 seconds, though, Vani? Yeah, I do. Really? Of all yeah. the people on the planet who wash their hands for 20 seconds, you know Vani is one of those people. That's very true. Come on. Yeah. Well, I, do you know her at all? When I do wash my hands, I'm very guilty of just like, soap, 
done. Rinse. Yeah. No. I, I've got I like, maybe five seconds in there. I like get wet, pump, pump, soap, 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 soap. Soap, 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 soap. Put it under. Soap, soap, they soap, can't soap, see soap. you soap, when you're soap. doing She's that. She's rubbing her hands back and forth and getting her thumbs. Just <laughs> sounds like nonsense words. <laughs> All right, well you can cut that out. I wash my hands for 20 minutes and I. 20 say, minutes. Oh. <laughs> I wash my hands for 20 seconds and I sing the ABCs in my head when I brush my teeth. I learned that you can sing the chorus of Mr. Brightside and that's 20 seconds. You There's can. A, I will a whole be singing. List. And I don't care about the other things. No, <laughs> I only no, care you about, will. Oh, I only you care will. about Mr. Brightside. I saw the musical one Did, already. Oh, no, no, no. There was I like one, the, the Barbie girl one. Just, I'm going to totally do that. Just care yes. about Mr. Brightside. Well, you can always do the Lizzo song. Um, yes. But it's like the same, but it'd be really repetitive. So you can do... It is really repetitive. Barbie girl. Yeah. Hit me, baby, one more time. Hit me, baby, wanna one be. more time. I do know that I one. I wanna be... No, oh, no, wrong wannabe. Sorry. If you want to be my that wannabe. Uh, no, um, that's I want it that way. Gangster's Paradise or the Macarena for our 90s children. That's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> can you do the Macarena without doing the dance? Can like, you, Can you just see a bunch of people trying to do so yeah. Like, what is the point of seeing the Macarena if you're not dancing? They're just trying to watch. They like, like they have to do it like four times because they didn't get 20 seconds in the whole song. People are going to be like dancing with their butts while they're washing their hands. One little, two little, three, Macarena. I don't know. Oh, the name. I don't know that. One little, two little, three little Please, Can we please stop talking about it? Because if we don't stop talking about it, the earworm is going to bore into my skull. Okay? Let's talk is about that something better else. or worse? Than Total Eclipse of the Heart. I like Total Eclipse of the Heart. I do too, I but do. it's one that really sinks in Turn there. And then you're like, around. and then like four Every weeks later, you're like, why am I singing Turn Around to myself still? I just sing it to the dog when I go home. She doesn't think I'm weird. Well, she can't hear you. <laughs> I was going to be like, wait, the dog that can't hear? Okay. <laughs> she has a deaf dog. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably so glad me. she doesn't have to hear that. <laughs> your deaf dog loves me. You're singing. When I was cleaning this this morning, I had headphones in and I was listening to music and singing out loud. And she looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, you can't hear me. Of course, I was dancing too. That might she, be. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say dancing was. probably was a big tip off for her. And finally, she just wait, went and laid down the couch. She's probably alone. saying. Does she need to go to the bathroom? Because if so, it's right there. <laughs> I dance with my dog. Sometimes she likes it. I'm gonna People are going to think we're like taking the meth. Taking the piss. <laughs> taking the meth. <laughs> taking the it's meth. All the, it's all the bleach we've inhaled in the past <laughs> week. Yeah, like, we can talk about our hot barista. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. That was you so guys funny. had a hot barista? We, had a, we did. Well, here's what happened. Oh, we had to rude. go. We went to our regular Starbucks. Well, first of all, we were on the other side of town. And I said, why don't we just go to that Starbucks? And I said, well, no. I told her it usually takes because the one on that side of town, it takes so long to get through the line. I have never been on that in that line and it not take 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Mm. So, so we're like, oh, we're in a rush. So we'll just go to our regular one. <clears throat> when we got over here, it was closed. They had no running water. Oh, no. Yeah. Can't have that with the Corona. No. You've got to have water. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then we had to go clear down to MacArthur and go to the other one. Oh, my. You guys went on an adventure. And then when we got there. We pulled up to the window. And you remember how I said I don't like beards on men? Yes. This, this was guy a had nice a beard, beard. And she mm. was digging it. And he had nice eyes, too. He was exactly my type. 
He Did you slide him your number on your Starbucks app? Be like, just slide it over there. No, I was in the back seat oh. in the car. So I'm, ki- I'm kind of trying to figure out ways that I can get him to stay put so everybody can get a good look at him. <laughs> so she paused as she was taking the drink. She's like, have a Now, good which day. one's the almond milk again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this one? Oh, okay. Oh, the, the one with the A? Okay, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the one that literally says almond milk? <laughs> Thanks. And I just kind of stayed there so that they could all get a nice, good look at it. Yeah, him. and it wasn't at all obvious because we're going, what? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I didn't crane my, my head in a weird He's way. He's going to go home and I be like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? She says, I didn't neck. crane my head in a weird way at all. And then she went, oh, my God. And then I cracked my head. <laughs> I don't do that very often. <laughs> You're going to be the story he goes home and talks about like to his friends. He's be like, these crazy ladies in the drive-thru today? They were, Absolutely. They were totally they checking, were checking me out. Also, we deserve it. So <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know what, though? If he's talking about it, he remembers us. That's true. That's all that matters. That's I think true. that should be our new regular now. He's an, he was when we the do it tasty on snack. Nine. Yeah. Mm. I wonder well, too how... young for me, really, though. Well, you say that, but he looked like he had a little gray He had in his a little beard. gray in the beard, but still, girls, I'm a pair of fives now. I have to watch, because they all look too he young. He might be my age. I think he might be your age. I'm okay with that. He can work at Starbucks for a living. I'm good with that. In fact, because, especially because... Good. Here's especially what's going to happen. He's going to shave, and you guys aren't going to recognize him. Like, all of a sudden, he's going to shave, and you're going to be like, oh, you're not hot anymore. Uh, no. <laughs> you can't put, put that, that back on. Put that back hey. on. <laughs> That's why you had the beard. Okay. We're like, we get it now. <laughs> we accept the beard. That's what my boss said. I said, you should shave that thing off. And he goes, you don't want me to shave that off. I said, why? He goes, because I have a turkey neck. <laughs> my boss accidentally had to shave his off because he like trimmed it too short. And then he comes into work. He's like, I didn't know I had a double chin, guys. <laughs> he was like, he's like, this is a problem. I have to grow this beard back. <laughs> And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. <laughs> and I was like, well, welcome there to the rest of us. There are some days I wish I could grow a beard. I have a receding chin, which mm-hmm. is not much of a chin. Just a tiny bit of a chin. I think oh, you I don't think have you have less. I Megan think and I have the same chin. We do. Self-conscious like, of it than yeah. anybody else yeah. thinks of it. it well, because it really bothers me. I don't look at you and think chinless. And I am the chinless wonder. I've seen I like. You have a chin. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't feel it. I agree with Martha. I feel like I don't have one Yeah, either. see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you don't have one, it's it's hard. Especially mm-hmm. when your your entire family has Dudley Do-Right chins. You know, those mm. nice, big, square jaws with the, the dimple in the b- butt chin. That's my own. You have a little family. butt chin. I have a tiny little you butt chin. You have a little butt chin. But the rest of them all have those big, wide, yeah, square jaws. So I'm also like me. super aware of angles because I'm like, uh, I don't have a chin as it is. I'm going to need not to have a terrible angle. <laughs> See, we're on the same page. Yes. It's a thing. It's How all about old the are you? I'll be 35 on the 11th. Now you couldn't quite be my daughter. Maybe I my could little be. sister. Could be your little sister. You could. We were just talking be. about that. <laughs> because I, I started dating my husband in 1985. How old are you? 28. No, but I mean, what year were you born? 92. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I could like we got barely married. be your daughter. Parents- we got married in 1990, so you could be my daughter. I could. Oh my God. I was born in 85, so I mean, in theory, the timeline is close enough, depending on when in 85. If I had a child the first time 
I was with my husband, you could be my daughter. Yeah. <clears throat> you were born in 92? Yes. Holy fucking Aww. shit. I'm that pretty sure young. that's, is that the year I graduated high school? <laughs> So I, was be sure. I was seven. She so could be Oh nine. my God. <laughs> but good news, Megan, I can't be your child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was seven. <laughs> but you know what? I love the fact that we have a wide range of ages in this group because it you don't stop being friends with people just because you get old. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if you do, then you're stupid. You know, all you of want, my friends are older than you me. Have, you should hang with people that you have things in common with. It shouldn't matter how old you are. Oh, a hundred percent. That makes you feel way. better. You're not the age of my mom, but Martha is. Yeah. <laughs> my actual mom I is the same age as Martha. I well, I mean, I would have had to have you young, so it is still <laughs> not quite. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's okay, though. Because I always wanted to have a daughter. Oh, yay, it's me. It's you. You've been adopted. <laughs> there you go. Can you be adopted if you already have parents? I think so. Yeah. I think it should be a thing. Yeah. You're my sole daughter. There you go. There we go. Yeah. I know somebody who was married and they decided to adopt somebody who was already over 18. But then it turns out that the wife was sleeping with her and got divorced from the husband. <laughs> Oh. oh, that sounds like a romance novel. Wait a minute, say, no, that would not have a happy ending. I oh, mean, I right. know these people. I and knowing these people, I, I don't think that they would lie about something like that. that. Cr- so the person they adopted, they they adopted like split somebody up the marriage. who was over eighteen, she, and I that she person was like twenty was, at the time was doing the nasty with the wife, and then it turns out that well, they did the adoption like so that she could get like on their insurance and whatnot, oh. or I guess. And then it turns out that the wife was sleeping with her. They were having an affair before they even did the adoption. Well, that's really actually pretty damn tricky. <laughs> Boy, we're all over the place tonight. We it's are a mess today. Night. Oh, while we were talking, I secured a date. So oh. after this, I have to go home. <laughs> you secured a date. Like with an a guy? actual date with a person? Yeah. <gasps> with the hot neighbor? No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, but the hot neighbor. You got to tell the story about hot neighbor. <laughs> I spoke to my hot neighbor. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. How long has it been? Oh, I mean, I speak to him sometimes. Yeah, but not at length. No, not at length. Um, so I was trying. We li- He lives in the building next to mine. Our cars are parked next to each other because that's just how the assigned parking worked out. And um, because Vonnie and I's complex is a nightmare to get people to, I had walked outside because what I'll do is I'll walk outside and then stand in the middle of the road. So people and see so I can you. Wave the at delivery people, people can't find the so apartment. So that people can find me. And so I had a friend coming over on Tuesday. For and book club, right? For book club. And so I was like on the phone talking to her. And so he was coming up. He was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm trying to get someone to this complex. And he was like, oh my God, it fucking sucks. Like no one can ever find us. And he just said fuck a lot. And it was great. So he's a kindred spirit then. Yeah, he speaks absolutely. your language. Absolutely. Always good. The swearing thing is nice. Unless of course yeah, it's loud know, and mean. Because then I know I yeah. can swear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. You've just given permission. A lot. Been given per- yeah. permission to be yourself. Because like I rationate, like at work, I don't say fuck, usually. 
I don't say fuck on the radio because that's like a ten thousand dollar fine. Which is why I will when our doors are all closed in this podcast because I can. Most people don't say fuck when they're at work. But you know, it's it's actually been proven that people who swear more are more intelligent. Fuck yes. Yes. What are you doing? My lipstick is dry. <laughs> the corner's itch. She, she's stretching for a date tonight. <laughs> She was just stretching her mouth really wide. Ooh, he must have a big dick. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, man. You don't want your corners to crack on that one. I'm just saying, trap with Here to make coffee moment. come out my nose. <laughs> Making coffee come out my nose. I'm just guessing there's a good story. It's kind of a good story. The guy never freaking called me back. <laughs> Call a guy I mean, a wrong name one time. You don't need to get a good chance. You deserved but... it a little bit. It's not my fault. <laughs> but it is. Names are hard. <laughs> Names are hard. But there's a difference between forgetting and calling them something else. That's so true. Big difference. That's yeah, true. I think that's fair. Just saying, guys do it all the time. You should not call them back, too. <laughs> She's not wrong there. Not wrong at all. Well, what if they're just really close? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that um, somebody on the phone, I was calling somebody for something, and the lady thought that I said my name was Honey? And I just don't correct people when my, they got my name wrong because it's so wrong. But my last name is Golden. So she called me Honey Golden through the whole oh. phone call. <laughs> and after, at the end of every single sentence she said my name she says will that be all for you honey golden okay honey golden have a nice day honey golden actually that's like, a pretty fucking I, awesome name that's oh a my fantastic God. name <laughs> i think you should change i think you should remember yeah last week we talked about your new career as a phone sex operator it could be i, think I was you gonna be honey say golden. that's Hi. a porn name it's if i've ever golden. heard one what are you wearing you know what I'd like to do to you? Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing, because we're on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> say my name, say my name. Funny, no one is funny. around you. Say, Maggie, baby, I Maggie. love you. <laughs> Alyssa, Alyssa. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just getting going with the phone sex operator. <laughs> just rolling with it. Yeah. Sticking with it. Just own it. Can we name some good books? Yeah, Maybe. we can. I mean, it we might do... have been a little awkward, but it did work. We got sure. there. <laughs> we can always talk books. You know what? So long as I can get there, I'm okay with whatever you do. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Very fair. I can't even make a comeback for it fast enough. In uh, my come back. <laughs> if it means as you long have as to you're happy whisper fuck in my ear, then do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I read a World War II book. Shocker! That does not have a person looking away on the cover. So no way! It's a mailbox. Oh. oh. That's so true. That It broke the trope. Yep. Uh-oh. Had to read it just because it was that. I support it. Um, This World War II is kind of a, a backdrop for this story. It not, doesn't directly involve World War II. Maybe that's why the person wasn't walking away on the cover. Well, to be fair, the name of it is... Letters from Home by Carolyn Hart. Oh. Okay, postbox. Okay. I'm with it. Letters from Home. Post I accept box, it. You know, 
And I'm not quite sure why it's called this because nobody wrote a letter in this whole book. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta fucking be kidding me. It's a book about letters from home, but no one one wrote a letter. (laughs) It's the Guernsey letters. They just got lost in the wrong book. (laughs) Cripes. Okay. And this was a pretty good book. The only complaint I have about it is it did kind of go between one time period to another time period. Like between like, say, 1993-ish, 4-ish, back to like during World War II. So in 1940, 1939, 1942. Because it's America and America didn't come into the fight until a little bit later. America. 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 But when they bounced back to the current time frame, Mm -hmm. it was so far in between the times that they bounced back. That it took a minute for you to figure out that they were back in the current time. I hate it. Oh, and when I you're listening that. to audiobooks, that is such a jarring thing. Yeah, yeah you're and like four doesn't... pages in, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh wait. But it was, yeah. it was like, you she would have like you. five chapters in the 1940s, and then you would have three paragraphs in 1990s, and then it would go back to four or five oh, chapters. No. Oh, that's. And so mm. that was a little confusing. It. Would have been better if they changed the voice maybe a little mm-hmm. bit between the two. They've really got to get better at that. As long as we've had audiobooks, they really need to get better at doing transitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I've read some books that do an awesome job at transition. Did you audiobook this one or did you like read, read? No, it was audiobook. Audio, okay. So it was, and if I read, read the book, it might have helped. Had, had like, like little indicators? Like, yeah, like a little thing that said 1993s. But what this book was about is, okay, the war's going on. And because um, all the men are off at war, the women are doing the men's job. Like, we all know that that happened during World War II. So there's um, a girl named Gretchen who is actually working for the newspaper doing stories, different stories around town. But she's also in school. She's only like probably... 15, 16 years old. Well, um, one of the soldiers come back who live in the town. She lives in kind of a small town in northeastern Oklahoma. Thought that was interesting. And he finds out that his wife has been going to a dance hall to dance because she wants to dance and drink beer. And they have a daughter who Gretchen is friends with. Um, I believe the daughter's name is Faye. I'm not 100% about that, though. And they get into a huge fight, the wife and the husband, and um, he storms off and leaves because he's like, you know, you're sleeping with other people. Why are you going and dancing? And it's just, it's a horrible. And at the time, I mean, 1940s, it wasn't really proper for a lady to go to a dance hall that also serves beer. Scandal. Um, Just because she wants to get away and dance. So then, so like this investigation, well, okay, sorry, cut that part out. So after the husband storms out and everything, um, the wife is murdered <gasps> and nobody knows what happened. And, and they there's all think no he did witnesses. it. And because they got into a fight, it, he's definitely a suspect in it. Well, he's scared. And he goes and hides. He should hide. In a cabin in the woods. And nobody knows where he is. So then it starts this whole investigation to find out what happened to the mother who was killed 
And Gretchen, of course, is does an article for the paper about the wife because everybody in town is saying that she got what she deserved for going to this dance hall and dancing because everybody thinks that she's like this whore who was sleeping around while her husband was off at war. So needless to say, it's really hard on the daughter and Gretchen too, because she knows the family and she knows that, that, you know, she wasn't like that. So this like is two of my wheelhouses in one, basically it's murder and historical. Yeah. Oh, I'm here for it. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Like I said, the only, the time travel thing kind of confused me a little bit and I can't give away the ending, but you find out what happens. No. And it's, Sorry, that was just really like the most captain. That was the most captain obvious thing you could possibly say. Listen, I'm talking about the book, not you. (laughs) So this has a little bit of everything. It has murder mystery. It has romance in it because, of course, there's got to be some romance. Sure. There's scandal. And because of the time or the time setting, you get some historical fiction in there, too. And it happens in Oklahoma. That hits like all of our check boxes in different yeah, spots. Checking, checking all like. those boxes. Yeah. I just it added a, it to my TBR. Yeah, it was a pretty, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as super intense as some of the World War II books that I read. So it's not extremely like heart-wrenching sad that when I know that you love, Martha. Ugh. When I feel like maybe part of that is because like typically I feel like the World War II books are like in Europe. Right, and this so it's is, a little like it's got a little bit of that separation because it's hap- like it's talking about people. Once in again, the maybe that's why there wasn't a person walking away on the cover. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's just a little different, so they had to set it, yeah, set right. it apart a bit. But still, when you read as many World War II books as I do, it's nice to read something that only has it as a backdrop, and it isn't. It, it's yeah. a little. It's a different twist. Yeah. Yeah. So. Kind of like when I read The German Girl and they talked about Cuba. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. was a little, it was a different twist on World War II because there's so many of the books are about the Holocaust because, of course, the Holocaust was the biggest. I mean, you can't overlook that. Of course, there's going to be a lot of books about right. that. But when you, after you read about, you know, 400 books about the Holocaust, it's nice to read something about something else. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> a book about something else. But um, again, that was called. Letters from Home by Carolyn Hart. And I would give it four and a half stars. It only lost half a star because of the time travel jumps. Yeah. Was it actual confusing. time travel or was it just, that wasn't actual time travel. That well, was not just, actual time. But like it was, the, the transitions <clears throat> of time. It starts out with, with um, the letters, with Gretchen, like reflecting back. Okay, so it's more like a it's a almost flashback. like she it's a flashback letters. I think, and that's probably why it was letters from home. I, I think almost it, it was almost like a journal entry. Okay. I think is what they were trying to go for. I didn't really get a lot of that because it wasn't enough back and forth for it. Yeah, but I mean, I still enjoyed it. I liked it. It was a good story. Sweet, cool. And that means it's your turn, Megan. My turn. All right. Uh, So I read Mortal Engines by Philip Reeve. And this, some of you have probably heard of because it actually had a movie adaptation done in 2018. I did not watch it. 
an unpopular opinion. I loved it. <laughs> Isn't that the one with the moving cities? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so th- I, I did try to read that book when it first came out, and it just didn't catch me. Oh, I was all in for it. So I saw the movie because I was like, I just really think this looks good. I'll go back and read the books if I like the movie. And Peter Jackson, that did all the Lord of the Rings, was like a producer on it, and so it had a whole bunch of like hype around this movie, and then it tanked. Like oh. no one went to this movie. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I should watch it just because. You should. I liked it. And it got, like, no rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, everyone's like, this is awful. Unpopular opinion. Like I said, I loved the movie. But I also really loved the book. And what I and so Mortal Engines is... Who, what's the author? Uh, Philip Reeve. Okay. And, he, and so it's dystopian. I'm not sure how many years in the future, but it's definitely futuristic. And basically, it sounds like they, they had a kind of nuclear event, it kind of sounds like. They don't ever, at least so far in the first book, tell you exactly what happened. They say there was a 60-minute 60, 60 war. 60 minutes? 60 minutes, which makes me, that's think, what makes me think sound sort of, kind like of nuclear. nuclear someone options. hit the big red button. Uh, some Someone's, probably. Someone's. And so the war ends in an hour, and a lot of the cities aren't sustainable. Like, everything's dead Basically, all the plants and vegetation, everything's kind of a full, like a desert-ish now. And so all the major cities and little suburbs become what they call traction cities. And they put like, they're, I use tank wheels because it's the best example I can give, but they're massive tank wheels, like the size of a building tank wheels. Hmm. And they put like all their town that's left onto the, the moving city, into the traction cities. Why? Hmm. Because they're trying to move around and steal resources from each other. Oh, so like, okay. So it's like a demolition derby only with cities. Yes. So like <laughs> London, so like it'd be like Oklahoma City would have a town, like a traction city, but then like Guthrie would have like a smaller one and Oklahoma City would try to eat the Guthrie one to steal their like metals and their supplies. Oh, we so could eat actually, Guthrie. Actually be more like pirate ships, I'm thinking. Yes, but there are some pirates that are... Worse than the regular people, oh. if that's possible. Yeah, I think we could eat Guthrie. I think we could absolutely eat Guthrie. Yeah. I think Tulsa would give us a run for our sm- for our money, but we could definitely eat. Dallas would probably, probably take Dallas Guthrie. would probably try to eat us. Oh, yes. Dallas would destroy us, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, because we'll have eaten Guthrie, <laughs> and then we, maybe we'll be maybe if bigger. we eat Guthrie in Tulsa. Then we could, then we we could, could take Dallas. We could take Dallas. We could take him. I don't know. There are more people in Dallas County than there are in all of Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> uh, dang it. Dang it. I know. Uh, it's what the if best we just fact went ahead and ate a little Kansas, too? <laughs> yeah, just, just Wichita, go up and get Wichita. We could get Wichita <laughs> and then Emporia. Yeah. I can't think of... I think uh, in the grand scheme of things, Kansas we City would be didn't try eventually. to get it first. But Kansas yeah, City is mostly in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. We get the point. So, yeah, you go and take your towns... And so you have traction cities and then you have anti-tractioners who are the people who have kind of recultivated the earth and are like, we're tired of being nomads. We're just going to recultivate our space and let you all run around out in the desert and good luck. So there's this little bit of like bias of the traction cities. You're like, oh, the anti-tractioners, they're, you know, trying to make us all stay stationary is kind of the basic backdrop. And we, we meet our early characters. So we have... Um, Valentine is the head historian for London. And Tom is like a third class apprentice, basically. So he's 
not real powerful at all, but he works in the museum. And they're swallowing up a city, and a girl that is out to get Valentine named Hester Shaw gets on to London. And that's been her goal. She, we learned that now her, Hester. That's an older name than Martha. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm, and I'm, and I'm Hester a, I'm is kind of badass. Like she has been tracking down Valentine for a long time, and you find out kind of why as you go through the book. And so her goal has been to jump around in all these towns to get to London, because she wants to get to Valentine and have some revenge. And so they end up having a bit of a fight, and um. It's not really a spoiler because it happened so early. So Hester and our our friend Tom end up off of London. They end up abandoned in the desert. They get kicked off the city? They get kicked off the city. It's sort of like getting kicked off the island. It is. But I don't <laughs> want to give away how they ended up off the city. So they ended up off the city. And so the story is following them. He's trying to get back to London because that's home. She's trying to get back to London because she wants to get back to Valentine. And this is definitely YA. So there's a little bit of that love romance. They're like love, hate, friend, enemies to friends relationship going on. And you meet, like, there's a fleet of people who are in the air. They have airships. And so there's a lot of moving around happening. And it's just, I just really loved the story. And they even, from the movie to the book, they Valentine's daughter becomes a bigger character in the books, which I loved because you didn't really get much of her in the movie. And it it's just a fascinating kind of adventure story. They're going from, hey, we're on London, now we're not. Now we're in the air. Now we're still trying to get back to London. London's up to no good. They're trying to invade the anti-traction area because they want their resources. Mm-hmm. And they, they Stupid might... Stupid foreigners. Right? They're, <laughs> trying, <kidding>. they're <laughs> trying to invade. We love you, London. <laughs> <laughs> London's like, we're we don't have to worry shit. about them because they're over across the pond. They're across the pond. Mm-hmm. They have enough royal drama to deal with right now. They, they're fine. They they're trying to destroy, <laughs> like, Exeter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, so, yeah, they're, they're trying to invade the non-traction cities. So, as, as we're following Hester and Tom trying to get back to London, London's trying to keep moving forward to go to the anti-traction people and start taking their resources. Hmm. So there's a lot of stories intertwined happening, but it flows really well. Like, you don't ever feel like it's jumped. Like, it's written to the point where you're like, okay, I know where my characters are, and if they go to it back to London and follow, like, Valentine's daughter for a chapter or two, and then they'll come back out to, like, Tom and Hester, and you'll get a little bit more on, like, what their next steps are in the story. So it's just, I just really enjoyed it. I'm excited to read the rest of the series, because I just bought the first one. Because I was like, well, if it's terrible, I don't want to have like eight books invested. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'll buy the first one. And they're short. They're like little paperbacks. Fairly short. But I just love the characters and that they, I didn't, I don't know why people were so mad about the movie. Because I felt like, I haven't watched the movie in like a year and a half now, almost two years. And I felt like it still did the book justice. So maybe mm-hmm. there was stuff as you read the whole series that the movie screwed up, maybe. But I really liked the book. I thought it was really good. I Like I said, I enjoy a good kind of adventure and seeing where our characters end up. And it kind of puts a little bit of a happy twist towards the end. But, you know, like there's probably trouble coming on the horizon. Of course there is. There, there has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like Hester because she's just badass. Like she could take or leave Tom. Like she's kind of stuck with him right now <laughs> in the beginning of the book where they end up off the city together. And she's like, crap, I got to drag this dude around who's never been off London and 
watching them kind of learn to trust each other and find out her backstory, find out what happened that pissed her off about Valentine. So I just, I loved it. I can't wait to read the second one. And awesome. the title and artist? It was Mortal Engines by Philip Reeve. Book one. Okay. Awesome. Okay, I have to readjust. My ass keeps falling off this chair today. <laughs> Because I'm wearing slippery pants. I keep Uh-oh. squeaking. Slippery pants so, are the worst. So I'm not like stuck to the chair like I usually am. Like usually there's some like I'm stuck a little because it's a little high. Are on those slippery setting. date pants by chance? No, these were the pants I was already wearing. Oh, <laughs> remember? We didn't stop. Well, I don't know. We went shoe shopping, not pants shopping. She changed pants in your car. I acquired when we were in... this date well, while we she... were podcasting. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> I was already wearing these pants today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just getting ahead of myself. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like I can't swivel this chair because it's keep... oh, it stopped. It kept squeaking. <laughs> I was like, "Don't move! Don't move!" All right. So this week I have some complaints to make, and I disliked this book more than where the crawdads sing, oh. and so mm-hmm. that's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. I hated it a yeah. lot. So yeah. maybe I should read it. I'd probably like it then. No. <laughs> this Just was kidding. not good so the book i read this week was the si- <sighs> sorry okay so this week i read the silent patient by alex mccallides sorry bro that's probably not how your last name is said but, but she right. really doesn't care but she i tried hated book. but i tried and i hated your book so she's gonna tell us why she hated your book as she butchers your name so um like i usually do when i hate something i'm gonna do a brief summary and then complain for the rest of the time so we start and the beginning of this book is the diary of alicia berenson and come to find out um despite what appears to be a super happy marriage and um she's a very sweet person very delicate very quiet she has murdered her husband and she is now in a mental health facility. And this takes place in England. I don't think that this facility is in the city, but it's like thereabouts near London. So the story is focused on Theo, who is her therapist. And he is new to her facility. And he has come specifically to this facility because he would like to treat Alicia because he is obsessed with her. Because the thing that makes her case different is that since she committed the murder, she has not said a word. I literally in thought seven you said years. traded instead of treated. I was like, why is he <laughs> trading her? <laughs> Sorry, I'm with you now. <laughs> um, and so he, she hasn't said a word. And... He wants to be the person who gets her to talk, I guess. And so this book follows in the facility, him attempting to get her to talk. It goes through his history of mental health problems and the way he grew up, which was he lived in a very bad household and his dad was extremely abusive. And so you hear a lot about that um, and kind of his relationship troubles. He finds out that his wife is cheating on him. And so you're kind of getting two stories and then interwoven throughout are diary pages from Alicia that are leading up ultimately to just before she kills her husband. And that's all I can say because the twist. If you say any more, if I then say you'll anything else, I'll totally give away the twist. It. This is a 
They call it a thriller, but like it's not that exciting. So like I would call it like a mystery. <laughs> okay. Mm. They call it a thriller, but I'm like, it's not. It's not very thrilling because no. it's all that slow burn. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's, why won't she speak? There's blah, almost blah, blah. no action in it. No. Mm. So I would call it more of a mystery. But so leading up to, I can't say much else because it leads up to the twist. And mm-hmm. obviously I won't give away the twist. I fucking hated this book. <laughs> she didn't just hate it. She so fucking hated much. it. <laughs> oh my God. It started like, first of all, I do want to be clear. I was really looking forward to reading this book. It's been in my Amazon list forever. And it was kind of one of those things. I get real touchy when an ebook is above $10. <laughs> and I, get, I don't want to buy you that. You can go buy that in paperback for exactly. that. Um, but this isn't a paperback yet. It's only in hardback. Uh, and so I was like. <laughs> Sheesh, I wish you'd so talk just to like, me. Waiting around for it to like go down in price or something to, or come out in paperback or something. And so, but a book club I'm in, they were like, we're going to read this. And I was like, yes, I'm excited. I wanted to read this. I'm interested in the crime and mental health because my bachelor's degree is in psychology. <sighs> Which is why she hated this book. This is why we're also friends because I'm a psych major. It was I'm so. A psych major. <gasps> It was so I was bad. not. <laughs> I feel like the admin. I pulled the screenshots up on my phone because I was just rage texting a friend of mine. Um, this book throws in a lot of quote unquote facts about therapy, mm. and because it's coming from a person in the book who is supposedly coming from a place of knowledge, um, it really bothers me that people will think that. This is what therapy is, what therapy is and Mm. how things are supposed to be. And I think that that kind of thing is really dangerous and bad. So So, some examples. (laughs) Is it almost like the um, author didn't research therapy and like what he put in the book? I got the. There were some other reviews on Goodreads I read. They were talking about they talk about medication in here because they change her medication doses. I don't know anything about that and I'm not going to pretend to. But other reviews said that like. This is really wrong. This isn't what this drug does. Like, mm. See, so take that as you will, because I mean, people lie on the internet too. But I know, but that kind of thing just really just irritates the hell out of me. So I probably would not. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it's one of those things. If you didn't get a degree in it or are like involved in it and know people take it at face value and are like, oh, this is what this is like. So. There's this quote, but that's how therapy works. A patient delegates his unacceptable feelings to his therapist and she holds everything he is afraid to feel and she feels it for him. That's not how therapy works at all. No, nope. no. Every therapist would lose their mind. That's wrong. Um, I had a real problem with an, another character calls um, people who have borderline personality disorder borderlines, which and to me feels really dismissive. Mm hmm and bad and it's not using person first language which would be you would refer to so Alicia so Alicia is someone with borderline personality disorder she's not a borderline Hmm. it's really dismissive and not person first because people are not their mental illness just like people aren't you wouldn't call someone who had cancer doesn't work as well um Let's use that. You wouldn't call someone who had cancer. Oh, that person's a cancer. Yeah, you wouldn't right. call like right. they're not cancers. They're like my sister had muscular dystrophy. She wouldn't be considered a muscular dystrophy. Exactly. Right. It works Patient. exactly the same. Yeah. Um. 
also there's a real big problem that he's already obsessed with the woman who um, he wants to give therapy to. Yeah, because that's bad. That was the problem that I was having from the beginning. There were a lot of things about this book that bothered me, but I couldn't put my finger on most of them. It's so the, a lot of it is so small, and you're just like I don't have a bachelor's. I didn't even make it to my associates. Mm. It's uh, also every math, woman in this book anything. except Alicia is portrayed negatively, which drives me up the wall. Mm. Here's the thing: based on this book, I have decided that I will not be reading any more books by men this year. <laughs> yeah, I DNF'd yeah, a book a couple yeah. of weeks And I think it's a good that... idea because it's one of those things where, and this is not supposed to be a good character. You're not supposed, you're supposed to feel some sympathy for him, but you're also supposed to know that he's not great, but it doesn't matter. Well, to if me, you look, I like, was... it's just such like the descriptions of women in this book are such like, it's such internalized misogyny mm-hmm. or it's like, I'm not sure the author realized he was doing it. I don't want to read shit like that anymore. It's a bad fucking year. Yeah. I don't have time to read someone's internalized misogyny and have to like sit through it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it in my life. That was the other thing. Oh, also they make her therapy into a competition. That was a yeah. real, yeah. that was a real head scratcher. I was like, Ooh, therapy is not a competition, nope. especially between therapists. That's the fucking, you worst. know what? This book was written to make a movie. Yes, it was. Also, he used to be a film writer. Yes. And, uh, and it felt like that. It felt like it was, it was, it was built specifically for that mm-hmm. because it, the sh- of the shocking twist. Yes, that that someone said in my book club. Mm-hmm. They were like, it felt like this guy came up with an idea for a really great twist, and then was like, oh shit, I need I to, write to write backwards yeah. to get to a beginning yep. and make it to this point. Right. Oh. And because he's he isn't trained in psychology, he's an English major. Yeah. Yeah, and but, like, but it is. Yeah, I, and I get but why people who don't know about it aren't mad about it. They're like, "This is all fine." But like, if you know, it's really damaging to people who have mental health issues. People who are trying to do the good work and help people. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and I keep remembering this movie, and I don't remember what it was called, but it was in the nineties, ish, and there was a character who they said had schizophrenia. I don't remember what movie it was, but um, he had multiple personalities, which is and called schizophrenia and, and multiple personalities disorders. Two different things. two different things. Yes, yeah. exactly. But so, but people don't know that because because they, they don't have... really study it. And exactly. The only, the only exposure they get to mental illness is through film and television. And it's not their fault. And no, but Mm-mm. what it, it if helps. we don't speak out about those things, then people aren't going to know any different. Exactly. Also. I didn't think the twist was that great. The reason that I didn't like it was because I felt like I'd already read it. Mm-hmm. I kept saying it the whole time I was reading it. I was like, I've read this book. I've read this book. It was so unbelievably familiar did throughout you, the whole thing. Did I you ever read rem- that book before. Did you ever remember what book no, you thought it was? but Dang I it. swear to you that that book has been written before back in the 80s or 90s. I read that book. Mm-hmm. It's, it's similar and the twist isn't quite the same at the end, but the relationship between the psychiatrist and the patient mm-hmm. is exactly the same. And, yeah. and it feels exactly the same as this book did to me. And I kept thinking, and here's my review. Meh. This reminds me too much of a book I already read. <laughs> is that mm-hmm. your Goodreads review? That's my Goodreads review. Because yeah. that's how I felt about it. I kept thinking, Ugh, 
Really? Maybe it was just too generic. No. 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 no, I no. Like, the, I don't, the to be fair to it, I pretty wouldn't well call intact. this book generic. No. Oh. I mean, the, well, I've read some that, the specifics you know, about like the, being trumpy. tied to the chair and how the murder actually happened didn't weren't in this book that I read. But the whole thing felt like that other book. Yeah. So And that makes it not It's almost a, it like it it's almost like take and... that that book and tack a beginning and an end on it and it was exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well then you're like distracted even reading it because you're like, I swear I've read this book. That's how I felt the whole yeah. time. And so I missed a lot of the stuff that Alyssa was talking about because I was annoyed. Yeah. And I was <laughs> I was skipping over these and and the guy annoyed me. I kept thinking, what a dick. The he whole called time. a woman a bossy dick. on what like page 16. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I have a book club coming up and I stopped the book halfway through because I literally wanted to kill the main character. I was like, I cannot. Like, because he would just kind of this arrogant, kind of that same feel that guy. Like, Well, it, it, when there are books like this, Alyssa, I have this problem all the fucking time. You every read a lot time, more books by men than I do. Every time there's a book that people get really riled up and yep, really excited about. Too. I read this book when it first came out. Yeah, it's been out a couple and years. And everybody's raving about it. I'm always the odd man out. Always. I'm always the one that says, eh. It's because I read a lot. Mm-hmm. It's because I have read 10 times more stories than most of these people have read. Mm. And I have to just sit back sometimes and go, okay, this was just me. Clearly, everyone loved this book. Until Alyssa reads the book and I'm like... I feel vindicated. Yeah. Thank you. It was, thank you for your voice. A lot of times you. people will go along. Sometimes. They jump on the bandwagon. People will go along do. and think, okay, clearly I just don't know enough. But sometimes clearly they really I should have do loved like the book. book because sometimes they do. People have different tastes. They do. True. And you have to remember. And I have weird tastes. And that's why when it comes to a mainstream read, I will usually keep my pie hole shut. Mm-hmm. I, love I to did talk review about this book. <laughs> My I friend and I, I are doing this book club, <laughs> I and, I, and I told him I was like, I, I, I hated this I book that we're about to we have to read. And he goes, Oh, I can't wait to fight with people about this book. That <laughs> like, <laughs> hate everything, but yeah. So that was the Silent Patient by Alex McKelides. I'm gonna say, don't read this book. Zero out of five stars. Wow. <laughs> she really hated this book. I, here's the thing. I'm I hated this you book it. more. I had to. It was for book club. Oh, no, I, I dean up the hell finished, out of my book club book. I dislike this more than Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, because Where the Crawdads Sing, I don't believe, is particularly damaging. Mm. And it's I, not hurting anybody. And here's the thing. I actually rated it higher because the writing itself wasn't that bad. If you're looking at it, it was from, kind of pedestrian. Well, pedestrian, but yes. But also I was but mad the whole time. Written. So... It was not poorly written. And that's where the book goes seriously downhill for me. Mm-hmm. The storyline, there were a lot of places where I, w- I would go into the unbelievable care, uh, category on it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it wasn't poorly written. So I had to give it a higher rating. I, nice. I chose to give it a, give You're it a higher You're nicer rating. than me. Yes. You're nicer than me because I will DNF a book club book well, so fast. Well, DNF, yes. I do that every day. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, but I usually don't talk about those or review them. Yeah. Unless they're really terrible. Right. Look, this was like two days of my life. I'm not going to get back. I've read this time, but I'm really excited about my goal to not read any more books by men this year. So I'm very excited too. Let's see if you can do it. 
I think it's going to be hard because there are a lot of great books by women out there. Exactly. There's a lot of great books by women, but we're also only in the third month of the year. (laughs) I think you're underestimating me. No, no, no. I bet you could. I bet you could. I know. So let's see, how many would that be if you read a book a week? Let's see, how many weeks are we at so far? Well, there there are 52 weeks in a year. So if you read one book per week, that's only 52 books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you're already, what, four? And we're already, already read like 10. Yeah. 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 So and we're already a few weeks out. Or so you only got 40 in. more weeks to go. I bet you can find 40 women you authors. Can do it. It's not going to be hard. It no. just means that all of our book club books for our events now have to be women. Oh. Well, so far that's them. okay because The Power is written by a woman. Bluebird, Bluebird is written by, written by a woman. And um, she's already read the Harry Potter. And so Harry Potter is written Harry by a woman. Do so I get to reread a Harry Potter book? We are summer? Yes. In, the, in the summer. <gasps> We're doing the Harry Potter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For Harry's know. birthday. Yes. How, okay. Shall we move along? Yeah. 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 What, did you what did you read? Well, I read a science fiction-y near future book. Actually, I did this kind of backwards in the beginning. I got about halfway through the sequel to this book before I realized sometimes what I'll do is I'll be listening to a book and I won't understand a lot of the language in it. And I just try anyway. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Sometimes it gets you in trouble, apparently. It does. (laughs) And then as I'm I'm thinking, God, there's just way too much in this that I'm not getting. I And then I went back and I looked, oh, my fuck. That's why, because there's a book that comes before this. And mm. it is sort of helpful to they read tend, the first they one tend first. to be. <laughs> yes. I mean, it could have been done, but it, it, it was much easier once I went back and read the beginning. You don't Okay, say. so it's called <laughs> The Peripheral by William Gibson. William Gibson is known for his cyberpunk type books. Um, They're very intelligently written. There's a lot of haptic is actually something that is a part of technology already, but it's just not mainstream yet. Oh, okay. Okay, so So there's a lot of things like that where you could actually see how these technologies that he's talking about in the book have expanded to fit into this world he's created. And I love books like this. It sounds amazing. Because it, it, it makes you, I don't know, hopeful, I guess, in some ways, even though the world is always fucked up in these kinds of books. Always. It starts out, it's about this, the main character, Flynn, and her brother, Burton. And they are kind of on the outside of society a little bit. They, they do some sketchy jobs. For different people. Actually, the reason that she gets into trouble is that she chooses to go to work for Burton one night. He has this security job that he's supposed to be doing. And you kind of get the idea that she's, it's almost like she's playing a video game, but it's, but she's flying this drone mm-hmm. type character or type machine. She's doing surveillance, but she thinks it's a game though. She thinks that there's a vi- it's a video game. I see this could be very problematic. <laughs> so she sees someone get killed in this, quote, video game. Mm-hmm. Stuff immediately starts to go to shit because they're trying to find Burton and kill him. And it because, wasn't even him. Yeah, he wasn't <gasps> even there. It was her. And this gets complicated really fucking quickly. 
because all of a sudden they get contacted by somebody from the future. There's all kinds of really cool technology in this. Sounds wibbly wobbly. Very wibbly wobbly. Mm -hmm. She actually, they, they put her, they put this machine thing on her and put this special gel on her face and put this thing on her. And she goes into the future, into a peripheral. Okay. So the peripheral is like, let's just call it a robot. Okay. Got a it. blank slate robot. So she's actually able to walk around in the future and interact with people. So she doesn't create a paradox because she doesn't cross herself because she's not herself. Because she's not alive in the future. <gasps> so there's, I mean, there is some really seriously fucking cool stuff going on in this book. And of course, the whole time there's this extra thing going on. Where everybody's trying to kill them on one end. Mm. And on this end, they're trying to figure out who killed this person. So it's like the most crazy futuristic mystery novel you could possibly imagine. And it is fucking awesome. I really liked it a lot. Now, I did only give it four stars because there was a lot of stuff that went over my head. Mm -hmm. And it was mainly because I don't have knowledge in some of those areas. And I did have to, you know look a bunch of stuff up, which is fine. I enjoy doing that. And part of the problem, too, was because I had already read halfway through the next book, I was getting confused. So it really wasn't their fault. Mm -hmm. But I was totally immersed in this world the entire time I was reading it. And to me, that's a sign of a good book because you can just disappear. Actually, was nominated for the Locust Award um, best science fiction novel in 2015. So it's not a brand new book. But the only reason I knew about it is because I got on the wait list for The Agent, which is the second book that I had already read halfway through, which is fucking awesome. And is I finished it better that now too. that you've read the first it, one? It's excellent. <laughs> I'm reading the synopsis and it sounds... It, it really <sighs> is good. It's really... I have to tell you, I don't feel like I was smart enough to read this book. But you were, you read it. You did it. Though. No, but I mean, I think I would have enjoyed it more had I been smarter. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that went over my head because I don't know that much about computers and I'm really not a gamer. So I miss, I think I missed out on a few things here and there. But like I said before, what makes a good book is your ability, my ability to completely disappear into that world while I was reading the book. And it really did, it did it for me. Yay. According to uh, Wikipedia, Amazon's turning it into a series. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I'm so that, excited. I don't know when that was updated. My last, eyes just rolled back in my head just now. It's she, really good. She got real excited. It's really good. I, I can totally see the series in my head right now. Oh, that's always good. Because I really liked um, Altered Carbon, which I, I reviewed the book on this podcast couple of years ago and mm-hmm. then they turned it into a Netflix series and the Netflix series is really really good mm. I mean really good is it called what was it it's called, called Altered Carbon mm. and it kind of reminds me of that but it's not quite as it's it's really here's the other thing that I liked about it when it talks about the future or when the future looks back at the past, they call all the things that happened that, that sort of wrecked the world, they call it the jackpot. And for the longest time, 
you don't really know what they're talking about. And as time goes by, you sort of realize that it's a series of events that cause everything to go to shit. That sounds familiar. So it's like, say, for example, the coronavirus hits. Uh, we get a second term of President Trump. Then California falls into the ocean. Then Yellowstone volcano goes off. And then somebody shoots a nuclear weapon. Okay, let's say all of those things happen all at once. Within, okay. within a couple of years of one another. That would be a jackpot. Yeah. Oh, okay. That it's makes like sense. the perfect storm. Exactly. Yeah. All of these bad things happen and just sort of everything goes to fuck. And that's what happened evidently in this world. But they don't really go into a lot of details, especially in the first book. So. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds amazing. I added <sighs> it to my TBR. My tail wagged the whole time I was reading this book. <laughs> I loved it so much. Okay. But I didn't give it five stars. Like I said, because of my lack of knowledge and sometimes it felt a bit choppy mm. because they don't talk in complete sentences oh so it's like and i listen to the audio that would be hard because people don't talk in complete sentences so That's it was true. hard for me as being me <laughs> i i don't like it when people don't speak in complete sentences even though i don't do it sometimes yeah so, yeah, there you go. Anyway, that was called The Peripheral by William Gibson. Yay. That sounds good. It does. We have awesome. some good ones. And good and bad. And a bad one. And a bad one. I kind of enjoy when somebody doesn't like a book because we get to talk about why. I'm tired of disliking books now. <laughs> We'll find some good I books. Disliked, I disliked one a couple I'm weeks ago. I'm tired. Back. It was like two very very bad for me back to back this one was particularly like i was mad for days mm. i don't like feeling that way that's how i felt about the one i, I yelled quit at the like other day. four people about this <laughs> i was like let me show you why this was bad did you read the power yet i remember i'm not gonna be at the thing oh damn it remember because i have to work in nebraska yeah but I'll i thought maybe you read it anyway oh girl no mm. I started it. Does that count? Did you read it, Megan? I started it. Does that count? You didn't like it? I might circle back to it. I you didn't switch me. She didn't like it. Fine. It's okay. I think, I think, you, Jessica, cannot, I think you cannot like it, and Martha won't hate you. I know, but I, I think <laughs> Jessica and I are going to be the only ones in the group that like the book, because I, I know Kayla will fucking hate it. I'm intrigued by it. I just feel like I wasn't in the right headspace for it. When I was trying to listen to it, it's so a I, will, I will probably circle back to it's it. It's a difficult book, and I think it's going to make a great discussion if people show up for it. I'm a little concerned about everybody's freaking out about their um, exposure to germs and whatnot. But let's hope that people are cool about that and everything. Works I'm going to be on a mm-hmm. plane that day, so uh, obviously I'm not concerned. Well, what You'll happens if your flight gets canceled? Will you read it? Yes. <laughs> I love you, but I hate the future <laughs> or alter or alternate presence. So because I don't have to read it now, I will not. Okay. Yeah. I will. I would definitely say read it, but know that there's trigger warnings for violence. So things. be in a good place is what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Don't be in a, I don't want to read this book mood because you will not <laughs> yeah. want to read it. I'll be there in spirit. It'll be a smackdown with beer. 
<gasps> a drunken smackdown. Ooh, drunken smackdown. <laughs> Just like a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a what drive family reunion up in here. <laughs> <laughs> we have some hush puppies. No, we're not some having fried, any hush puppies. Some fried chicken. Pit a pig. Some fried okra. <laughs> Gonna pit a pig in the backyard, drink us some beer, and have a smackdown. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Full circle doesn't know about the smackdown part yet. Nope, they don't know what's coming. Do you think they'll be irritated when I go out back and and uh, and there's a pig tied up? In shovel? <laughs> Do you mean on the highway? <laughs> no, they have that little area in the back. Okay. Is there anywhere that I can dig a hole to put a pig in? The oh, deck. you mean, oh, oh no. to roast a pig. Can I thought you were talking about a live no, pig, Bonnie. No, you dig a pit and you put the pig in it and yeah, you roast you pit a, pig. a pig. I thought you said pet a pig. No, pit a pig. Oh, no, I thought she Christ. said pet a, pet a pig, too. I was with you. So I'm not the only one. I'm like, well, her family reunions must be interesting. <laughs> what do you do with a pig <laughs> afterwards? Now pit. I know. Pit the pig. You can pet it, but then you have to pit it. Yeah. I mean, you eat it after you pet it. You pet it, then you pit it. <laughs> then you, you eat a it. pig. Is that not how... You would describe Peter it, Piper pit, a picked, pig. A, picked a peck of pity. I can't pig. think of another way to describe it, to be honest. I mean, I mean that sounds how, right. That's what we always said whenever we had. I don't know if I've ever been to where they. I mean, I've been to the ox roast yeah. when I lived in Ohio and they did this like the dug it roast, out. Uh-huh. And, yeah. But my, uh, I know my grandma used to do that. Like, I seriously had a family reunion when my grandma owned a bar at her bar and she pitted a pig in the backyard. It still sounds like petted a pig. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have a lamb petting zoo with a llama. Well, no. Did, did, <laughs> I hate fair. it. What is the hostility about llamas slash llamas? It's not how you say it. Oh, it doesn't sound right. I hate it. listening to the bare naked ladies in the car earlier. Oh. And they, they called it a llama. No, and of course I had llama. to laugh because it's, it's definitely you know, a llama. not how you say it. And on that petting zoo note, I think we're done. That's good. Yeah, do, do we, do do we for... have listeners in Tennessee that we need to say, like, thinking oh, of you thank for? thank you, yes. Um, we are a week behind, so this is might be might seem a little late, but we do need to reach out and put our book girl arms around our people in Tennessee who are affected by the tornadoes that hit. So we're thinking about you guys, and... Yeah, I grew up there, so I, I know all those places. I've been to the basement east for concerts and stuff, so... It was it was a little scary that morning. I woke up and had to try to call everybody I knew in East Nashville and surrounding areas. And we in Oklahoma. And everybody know. was okay? Yeah, everybody oh, I know good. was okay. Um, but they lost 23 people that day. Yeah. In the middle of That's the night. A lot. Yeah. yeah. It was That's like 2, scary. it was like 1:30 in the morning and Putnam County, which is east of Nashville, was worse. They took a worse hit than actually like mm. Germantown and um a German yeah, Germantown and East Nashville five. That's points. just really scary. A tornado that big coming yeah. in the middle of the night. Everyone that I directly knew in the area were fine, but it was seeing the basement east with only the I believe in Nashville mural being the only thing left was Yeah, I saw that on the news. Whew, gave me yeah. chills. And then I was like, even the tornado was like, I better not fuck with that mural or the city will mm-hmm. lose it. They're holding true to that. They're the volunteer state. Like people immediately like put on their cowboy boots and their work boots and gloves and went mm-hmm. into town and were like we like, got hey, this. What do like, I need let's to do? do this. Yeah. Nashville takes care of its own a lot. But. Well, let's hope that we have, um, knock on wood, good severe weather season here. 
And our hearts go out to you guys. Yes. Reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know how you're doing. We need to keep our peeps all together. Yes. Yes. Let us know that you are okay. Listen to your weather radio and wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Stay home if you're sick. (laughs) All the things. And keep reading because... <laughs> That's what we're gonna do well, when we're all sequestered. When, when oh, we're wait, all wait, quarantined. quarantined, quarantined in our house for fourteen days. You never realize how much you touch your face until you're making a like concerted effort not to touch your face. And you're like, uh, 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 I touch uh, my face so how about, much. How about this? Your face is lava. <laughs> Either that, or just every time you sit down at your desk, hand sanitizer. Then you can touch your face all you want because it's clean. That's but true. it smells so bad. <laughs> it does. I'll give you that. And I don't have a sensitive nose like Martha. I have a regular nose. Yeah, I can't. And do even it. I'm like, I don't want that that close to my nose. <laughs> and fair. that goes for a lot of things too. I don't want that. <laughs> That's very true. Also, right. more advice for your date. <laughs> you always beat me. Always beat me. Have a great day, Alyssa. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But on that note, that's going to do it for Three, Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.